I'm Simon Lack with SL Advisors. We invest in midstream energy infrastructure. That's pipelines, storage facilities, and processing units. In this video, I'm going to talk about the EIA's annual energy outlook. Every year, the Energy Information Administration, or EIA, publishes their 30-year outlook, forecasting what they expect for the U.S. energy sector. They recently put out this year's version. Most people don't follow the government's energy outlook that closely, but it has some surprising forecasts. The media reports all the time on the growth in solar and wind power. They're growing, to be sure, but they still only represent around 5% of our total energy. The world is going to need more energy. And most serious forecasts show that we're going to use more of everything. That includes oil, gas, renewables, and even coal. This is because emerging economies like China and India are prioritizing higher living standards over reducing CO2 emissions. That means they need more energy. In America, natural gas has been our most important source of energy for over a decade. It's been replacing coal, which has reduced our CO2 emissions and means less pollution. Today, natural gas provides American homes and businesses with almost three times the energy of coal. That's the effect of the shale revolution and fracking, which have unlocked decades of new supply of this cleaner burning fuel. Our production is going to keep growing because of global demand. Most of the time when we export natural gas overseas, we're helping other countries to use less coal, just like we do here. So American exports of liquefied natural gas are one of the most important things we have going on to help the world reduce emissions the way we have. Like the rest of the world, America is going to use more energy. Fortunately, coal use looks set to keep falling. Unfortunately, so is nuclear. Anyone who thinks hard about reducing CO2 emissions knows we can't do it just with solar panels and windmills. Nuclear power has the best safety record per unit of energy output of any fuel source. The shale revolution brought American energy independence. Having reached that, we're not going back. Growing natural gas output will see that we'll keep being a net energy exporter for decades to come. The EIA considers different price environments in making their forecasts. If we go through an extended period of high prices, which looks more likely now thanks to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, that will stimulate more oil and gas output, which will push our exports even higher. Right now, it looks as if we'll have enough new LNG export capacity to get us through the end of the decade, but beyond that, we'll probably need more. In power generation, all renewables, which includes hydro and biomass, provide just over 40% of our electricity. They're on track to rise, although not as quickly as many might think. Joe Biden has a goal of 100% clean energy for America's power sector by 2035. It's a hugely ambitious target, and so far the White House hasn't offered any detail on how he expects to get there. The EIA bases its forecasts on actual laws on the books, and in their base case doesn't speculate on what policy changes might be coming down the road. But on current trends, we're going to keep using less coal for power generation, making up the difference with renewables, while the percentage of electricity produced with natural gas will stay about flat. Although this means emissions from power generation will keep falling, 
we use energy for a lot more than that, including transportation, industry, and residential. The biggest energy story in America over the past decade isn't renewables at all. It's our increasing use of natural gas. This has driven most of our reduction in emissions and reduced pollution because we're burning less coal. It's also helped us get to energy independence. Energy intensity measures how much energy we use per unit of GDP. Every year, our economy and population grow, but fortunately, we keep getting more energy efficient, which keeps our overall energy use fairly flat from year to year. It looks like our emissions will keep falling in most scenarios. This will still be driven by using less coal, switching from more natural gas, and more renewables. It's not as fast a reduction as some people would like, but at least it's falling, unlike in China, India, and most emerging countries where emissions are going up as they raise living standards. And frankly, who can blame them for wanting to make sure their populations have access to electricity and higher incomes before they start limiting energy access? Because of CO2 emissions, it means our best bet to fight climate change is to use more natural gas all over the world and shut down coal-burning power plants as quickly as possible. It turns out that US exports of LNG have reduced CO2 emissions more than any other clean energy project in the world. The EIA publishes their outlook every year, and I find it interesting to go back and see how their forecasts have evolved over the past few years. Five years ago, for example, the EIA's 2017 annual energy outlook had natural gas and renewables both growing, with coal production falling. That trend remains in place today, but if you compare the two forecasts, you can see that all those trends have become even clearer. In fact, since 2017, the EIA has revised its forecast of oil and gas production up by more than it has for renewables. What I find is looking at the data like this provides an impartial view of where we're going. The EIA doesn't suddenly change its forecasting techniques when there's a change in government. And they certainly get plenty wrong. For example, for years, they underestimated how much oil and gas production we'd get from the Shell Revolution. But they offer an impartial set of projections based on reality. The EIA's latest forecasts once again show why the outlook for US natural gas is so exciting. They released it just as Russian forces were invading Ukraine. This has caused a huge change in Europe's energy policy. No matter how the war in Ukraine turns out, Europe has suddenly abandoned a strategy that for decades relied heavily on Russian oil and gas. It's going to take them years to pivot, but there's no going back. No matter how the war turns out, Germany will lead the rest of the EU in looking for diverse supplies of energy. This will mean more use of renewables, but it will also mean more exports from America. We've had our troops stationed in Western Europe ever since World War II so as to protect Europeans from Russia. It was outrageous for Germany to depend so heavily on Russia for energy while relying on America and the rest of NATO for security. Russia has demonstrated the deep flaws in that strategy more effectively than the US ever could. So as good as the EIA's annual outlook makes America's energy future look, we think it is even better now that Europe has learned not to rely on Russia. I hope you enjoyed this video. 
On our website, sl-advisors.com, you can see more videos, read our blog, listen to our podcasts, and learn about the investment products we manage that are designed to reflect the views I've described here. I'm Simon Lack. Thanks for watching.